First off, thank you for being a listener of the Human Up podcast. I definitely have so much to say and express and all the things that I've experienced and observed throughout my life that I've honestly been cultured and, and kind of pressured to, to bite my tongue against. So I really love being able to use this platform and this medium as a podcast to do so. And it wouldn't be possible without Anchor.fm, which is the hosting platform I use to distribute this podcast. It's perfect for me right now because it's free and automatically distributes my episodes to all the different platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. And the cool part is that there are tools to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So you don't even need any extra software or services to, to create the podcast. And you can even make money from the podcast with no minimum listenership by recording ads like this. So if you have a message to send and ideas to spread, definitely download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And who knows, maybe we can collab and create a, a podcast episode together. If you do end up creating one, you should definitely hit me up and, and we can do something there. With that, let's get back to the episode. What's up? This is Victor Ong, and I am a cannabis coach who specializes in emotional intelligence to help men improve productivity, creativity, and depth in their relationships. I am the founder of the Emotion Dojo, a virtual group coaching program for Asian men seeking brotherhood and accountability in their emotional development. And I also host a bi-monthly workshop series uh, on cannabis meditations every other Wednesday to help anyone, not just men, uh, be able to use cannabis as a tool to help facilitate our, our own emotional awareness and acceptance and expressiveness. And you are listening to the Human Up podcast. Uh, this episode is going to be more of a check-in with with what's going on with this podcast, with what I'm working on, um, as well as where I plan to go and, and take my work um, and my career, as well as also to check in with you, with where you're at in life and uh, your journey having gone through listening to this podcast. So um, with that, I am just so excited. You know, I am so fulfilled, I am honored, I am grateful, I am privileged and lucky and, um, you know, celebrating myself and my previous self for getting me here, uh, for all the hard work that I have done to be able to afford this, you know, exploration and this journey for myself and to be able to provide this space for others to be able to find their own journey, find their own path as well. Um, and it's, it's just something, you know, that I, that I have a lot of resistance embracing for within myself, I think because of, you know, as I've, uh, come to learn is in almost an over empathy of everything that's going on in the world right now seeing you know the the coronavirus pandemic and 
the many families it's affected as well as the BLM movement and this this cultural revolution, this social revolution that we're in, as well as the economic downturn that we're in right now. There's a lot of pain and suffering and hurt that's happening right now. And that's what does create so much gratitude for the privilege that I do have in this moment to be able to, to sit here comfortably in my house, in my room, recording this podcast and just to express ideas. It's a privilege for sure. When there are so many people who are figuring out how to feed you know, the family, how to put food on the table to, to where their next paycheck is coming from and how to physically get their health back in shape, how to get their life physically back together before thinking about all these intangible issues or goals, right? Um, these more ethereal concepts of emotional intelligence and self-actualization and, you know, deepening our relationships and whatnot. It's why so many people who are in more disadvantaged communities struggle getting out of it, right? Because it's almost a self-fulfilling self loop where you don't have the resources to be able to to do anything, to get out, to improve your situation, and then you're just continuing that hamster wheel of of suffering. And that's where I do have love and appreciation for all the people who are doing something to be able to support those communities from a systemic level, right? To be able to provide the resources for these families, for these individuals, for these communities to to get themselves out of that situation. What is missing is this individual empowerment within that. It's this evaluation of our lives, this introspection of ourselves, this clarity within what we even want to do with all this information and the resources that we do have. I think for the most part, there are already so many resources for people to take advantage of, you know, whether through the internet, whether through a, a public library, whether through the you know, newspaper or uh, the, the friends around you, you know, the communities that you could get yourself plugged into. Um, and yet we don't use them. So many of us are either thinking that we have to do it ourselves, you know, try to try to power through it with with our own minds or or uh willpower or self-discipline, right? And we end up not doing anything. We end up procrastinating. We end up getting overwhelmed. We get, end up getting debilitated. Um, we end up getting knocked down. And then we don't know what to do or, or how to move forward. And 
that's what I want to encourage and empower with this podcast to be able to spark the ideas to to light the fire under your ass to be able to use the information and the mindset and the reframe and the perspectives and the uh you know psychology tools and the the coaching techniques and the the information the education that is all out there that can really help us on an individual level improve our lives and it really starts with emotional intelligence it starts with an awareness of our emotions of really being able to identify it and name it to be able to say shit i am stressed i am anxious i am uncertain i am lonely i am sad i am angry right just being able to name these emotions is already so hard for people and yet so powerful when you can really face these emotions especially the more negative ones because without doing so we end up putting it off on the back burner and then it comes back tenfold in some other way some other situation right how many times have you ignored your anger or almost suppressed it and having it blown up in your face later either in an argument with your loved one or a conflict at work or in 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 a you know, uncomfortable piece of content that someone posts about online on social media, right? How often do you let your emotions run you when you aren't able to identify those emotions, when you don't know what you're feeling? And how often are they even relevant to that situation? I think it's safe to assume that it's a very low number, right? Where you might get mad at your partner or a relationship and and it has nothing to do with them. It has nothing to do with whatever you're arguing about. But because there's some other unaddressed emotion within you, it's now being manifested and and you know, blown out of proportion in just the smallest trigger. That's the importance of emotional intelligence. That's the power in being able to develop an awareness of what we're feeling. Otherwise, it can just control us. Otherwise, the emotions will run us. The next step, and so there's three steps in uh, developing emotional intelligence. The first being that awareness. The second is acceptance. It's being able to embrace these emotions. Once you have identified them and named them, it's going to be really uncomfortable, right? To sit with them, to embrace them, to, to, to introspect with them, to really understand them. And if we aren't able to do that, the problem gets agitated even more in that we're never going to be able to handle or, or develop 
this resiliency within us, right? If we're constantly trying to maintain a, a equilibrium, right, in a uh, level state, in a neutral state, right, where we're comfortable, where um, things are, uh, you know, decent, going well, and not looking at what's not working, we're going to develop a sense of fragility, right? You might think it's uh, counterintuitive where you're trying to hold it all together. You're trying to keep it together and, and not have to deal with the, the negative things or, you know, all of that, right? And the truth, though, is not looking at the hard problems, the uncomfortable conversations, the the uncomfortable feelings, you're numbing yourself. And when you're numbing yourself, you're also numbing the positive, the joy, the excitement, the, the passion, the curiosity, the empathy. So in a way, this traditional idea of what it means to be this stoic person you know, I, I talk a lot about uh, masculinity and the traditional idea of that as well. Um, but it, it's also coming from a sort of energetic state. So it's not just a gender or sexual identification here. Um, women could feel this as well. But this antiquated idea of having to keep it all together for the sake of others actually detracts from building that resiliency, building that hardiness, that strength of character, right? Because without that contrast, how are you going to know what is easy or hard or worth pursuing? How are you going to know what is actually good and what are what's positive if you don't know what it means to not have that or or even what the opposite of that feels like. So this is a, a big goal and mission of this podcast for, for the new listeners who are just tuning in now is that I am very much looking to provide this space and level of introspection and uh, reframing of this fear that we have of dipping down a little bit of slowing down of zooming out of starting over of taking a risk physically or emotionally because I recognize within myself that I didn't have that that I was so risk averse especially emotionally that I just took the easiest routes. I just did what was convenient and already laid out for me. And doing all of that, taking the easy path was comfortable, was fun, but limiting. And I felt myself really stagnant in my life, really apathetic in going and, you know, working 
for that promotion or asking that girl out or pursuing my creative projects. It just numbed me out all because of the lack of emotional intelligence within me. So I'm not going to lie. Like this is why I am providing this platform. Why I'm doing this is because I didn't have this growing up, right? I didn't have that safe space and that psychological safety around me to be able to develop that. And it would be selfish of me to strip other people now of this space, right? So this is definitely a calling that I have to be able to, to give back to others in a way that allows them to grow in their own way. Right. This is not me trying to claim to be an expert or some emotionally intelligent God or, you know, like ultimate being or, or monk, you know, uh, I still have my struggles and blind spots and emotionally unintelligent moments. And so I, instead I offer the space to be a peer with right to to walk alongside this journey with even if it means i'm only one or two steps ahead i can provide the space for you to find your own direction i love using this example with how horses uh lead each other in packs you know the the leader of the the pack is a stall is the stallion and they actually lead from behind so that they can first allow space for the other horses to uh you know find their own direction to be able to create their own path but secondly the stallion now gets to see ahead of the others in where they're looking and where they're going to then be able to guide them. And that is what a coach does. We're not here to tell you what to do or pull you in any direction, but to provide the space for you to explore the fields on your own and to maybe tap you on the back once in a while, uh, you know, if you're straying off track or needing some guidance or support. Another analogy I like to share on this podcast too really illustrates this point is uh, bench pressing, you know, at the gym. You can totally do it by yourself. You can put on your own weights and try to find your limit there. But you are going to even psychologically limit that. But when you have a spotter, when you have someone you know is physically there to to support you in helping you get back up, if you were to fall, you're going to be more likely to take chances, right? You'll You'll be more confident to put on more weight, to stretch that growth. And this is the importance of having the right people around you, the right support. To have those that believe in you and trust you and will guide you without bias, without judgment, without criticism, without shame, without fears uh, being projected onto you, 
but to really keep you in the realm of possibility to be able to inspire that growth and and first of all understand if that is truly what you want if that is the goal that you actually feel aligned to and fulfilled with and then to remove all of the obstacles along the way to actually to help you actualize it i know for me having worked with my own coaches and support groups and men's groups um it's been so so helpful for me as a person as an individual to be able to externalize all of these limiting beliefs that i haven't uncovered yet for myself um and to hear how ridiculous they are sometimes right how invalid they are i know i still have a long way to go i have a lot of work ahead of me um but having the right people around me gives me so much confidence that i'll be able to handle it that i'll be able to figure it out with their support right not that they're going to be holding my hand or pampering me or you know just being a a cheerleader right um but that they're going to be challenging me they're going to they're going to call me out they're going to uncover my blind spots they're going to help me reframe things to see it in a different perspective and now i have i i see this vision i see i see so much clarity in where i want to go and who i want to be and what i want to do and what i want to create and life has never been so much more exciting given all of these circumstances that we're all in right now right and of course i i do recognize my privilege i i i continually want to make that disclaimer because i know that you know if you're listening and you don't feel like you can take this next step in your life or this to to level up in this you know again very like ethereal or or spiritual or intangible way that it might sound irrelevant or distant from you or or not applicable and there might be some animosity with that and i i hear it i recognize it i used to be there i used to not trust anyone i used to think that i could do it all my own i used to think that my situation is different that i have all of these circumstances that i can't necessarily get rid of or or control or you know and that's why i fell into my quarter life crisis which i i talk a lot about too in in this podcast i fell into a space of thinking and complaining about everything happening to me um or or feeling like i had to do everything my way and by me only and i didn't accept the fact that there are things that i do deserve as 
a human being, as an individual, that things can happen for me if I put in the work, if I have the right mindset, if I prepare for it, if I find the right people around me. And then I might even get into this place where it's not even about me anymore. That it's something that I should just get out of my own way with. That there's something bigger than me working through me. And I think that is the work that is part of the the journey here and this process of finding that and having it still be authentic and honest for you. For me, it's spreading this message. It's, it's being able to find my own voice and to be able to express these things and help others take it and, and actually do something with it, right? To be able to create something out of it. What's living through me is this calling, this, this, this message of what it means to be an Asian American, what it means to be a man, what it means to do badass things in our life, what it means to be creative, what it means to be confident. It's this energy that I've been maybe consciously or subconsciously cultivating throughout all my years now that has to be passed on to others. I know if I had that for myself growing up, I'd be on exponential levels, right? And that's not to say that I regret anything about my life or how it has happened. But just imagine where you could be now if you were to take this moment and take what is working for you and leave what doesn't and just accelerate your path and your journey. Where could you take it? What good things could you do? What love can you spread? What wisdom can you impart onto others? So this is a check-in with this podcast, with me, with where my thoughts are, with my state of being right now with the work that I'm doing. And if any of this resonates with you, you owe it to yourself to reach out, to connect, to get out of your comfort zone, to take the risk. Um, If not even with me, do it with someone else that you trust, right? Someone that you resonate more with that you have more of a connection with but if it is with me like I would be so honored and I would appreciate diving deeper into this stuff and how I could be of support whether through my coaching or my cannabis workshops or the emotion dojo um, I would love to learn more how I could be of support and how I could help accelerate your path and your next steps in actualizing your ideal version of yourself. And you owe it to yourself to take advantage of that now, to not procrastinate on that, right? How long could you let this go on? 
right? How long could you keep doing this on your own? How sustainable is that? And those are really hard questions. Those are really hard pills to swallow. It's, it's a really difficult thing to let go of, right? This independence and your self-discipline. I resonate with that. But if you can reach out, if you can find the support, how far can you go? So with that, uh, definitely reach out to me on Instagram at human up podcast. You can also find me at Victor Ong. That's Victor Uh, to learn more about my coaching and go to Victor slash membership to learn more about the emotion dojo for Asian men. And then go to bit.ly slash Canna Connections to learn more about the free cannabis meditation workshops. That's bit.ly slash C-A-N-N-A Connections, all one word, to learn more about that as well. You can also find all of it on my website, again, at victorung.com or in the links in the show notes below. And if you got value out of this, even to just bring out any insights for yourself or inspiration, I would very much appreciate your monetary support if you are able and willing to donate. If you don't necessarily, you know, need coaching or personal coaching or or any of this, the community or the support that you might already have for yourself but still got value out of this i would really love your donations at bit.ly slash human up podcast donation to help me continue spreading this message um thank you so much for listening and with that i will catch you next monday